Welcome to the UCM. We're your tour guides, Zan Peters and Joe Semino. And we're going to be taking you through our humble little museum's collection. The exhibits may or may not be real, but the stories sure are. Enjoy your visit today at the Uncanny County Museum. like I have reached a milestone in life that I never thought I would get to. Huh, okay. Which which milestone? I went to the dentist and they didn't give me any notes. Huh. Okay, like, yeah. I went, I went in. They're like, you haven't been in since 2019? Huh. Well, you have no cavities. Everything looks pretty good. We're just going to do a regular cleaning. Send you on your way. Whoa. Nice. Like, like I was going in there, like, ready to hear, we have to pull all of you. <laughs> like, 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 it's the 1800s. They're like, you, oh, man, this is bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it's the dentist from Flapjack yeah. you know, coming in, you know. <laughs> like they, they they gave me the x-ray i'm yeah. sitting there like just bracing myself because yeah no i haven't been to the dentist since wow. like pre-covid dang man that's huh yeah, yeah. you know it, it it was a crazy time for sure honestly getting some appointments this nowadays is, is incredibly difficult mm-hmm. yeah no it was it's been a difficult time for all of us you know we lost uh you know uh thousands of Thousands of lives, uh, a, a shattered global economy, uh, mm-hmm. forever changed society, and I didn't go to the dentist <laughs> for a few years. Yeah, it's truly definitely counted in there with one of the real horrors <laughs> of that situation. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you hear about those people that are like, yeah, I, uh, I had a safety deposit box at the World Trade Center. It's like, oh, wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just... Uh... Yeah. yeah uh, happy September, everybody. Shana Tova uh, t- to everyone as well. Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Since it is a new year, uh, and uh, well, it- it's a new st- it's a start of the school year. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's the uh, beginning of a new year. If you uh, follow the Hebrew calendar, we thought that uh, today's tour at the museum it would be fun to uh get into some uh some interesting space for history Mm. where we we sort of evaluate how much trust we put in historians but mainly looking at what are what are people that are skeptical of history itself what are what are they out there saying and i'm going to Mm. say uh, we're we're going to get into some interesting ideas, okay? <laughs> to say right. the least. Um, now, do you know much about uh, alternate history uh, types of stories, like or, or these these conspiracies? I I don't know. I don't know too much about it to tell you the truth. So I'm excited to get into it. But I guess I do know that like there are many periods of time where 
you know, throughout our history where people just wrote a lot of stuff and it wasn't exactly fact checked. So it's it can be sometimes misconstrued as being true, even though it's not. And that's why we have historians and there's a whole thing. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know too much about like the specific cases of where these have been like misremembered or people are pushing conspiracies. Um but I have heard like just offhand of people like, well, actually, we're in the year 2300 or whatever because of the dating system being shifted by the Catholic Church mm-hmm. or something like that. So, you know, mm-hmm. I only really know a little bit about it. Right, right. Um, yeah, a lot of this goes back to some skepticism about a uh, particular historian, Joseph Justice uh, Scaliger. And what is referred to in this space as Scaligarian history. Oh. Uh, now, uh, Scaliger uh, lived 1540 to 1609. So he's kind of living in that, uh, that Renaissance era, uh, coming up on the Enlightenment. Uh, and is notable that it's just sort of one of these scholars that's taking all of the known history and really starting to compile and organize it uh, in a way that um, that people could kind of comprehend. Because I think what the, the, the kernel of truth in a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. is that history and time uh, could be more regional depending on where you were. You know, I with, with say, you know, the example of the, the Hebrew calendar, we're now in the year uh, 5784. Hmm. Uh, uh, so, you know, but if you were, you know, looking at uh, a, uh, a calendar in the Mayan uh, sphere or the Chinese sphere or the Korean sphere, all of these places that have had different uh, empires and calendars, uh, the, the, the dating system is, is dating from what is relevant to them and to where they live. The right. Roman Empire was often dated based on what year of what rule it was. And you were just sort of expected to know um, the the chronology of those emperors mm-hmm. uh, to to know when in time you were situated. It's kind of more of an advent of um, not quite modernity, but the, the the ubiquity of Christianity that the most of the world for is 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 set on you know our a d c e uh uh you know b c b c e calendar right mm-hmm. right yeah so but like anything uh we're we're putting a lot of stock in historians writing things down keeping accurate details so that we can work these things out sure um now, th- this type of history, this Scaligarian history, this is more or less accepted by mm, everybody, uh, you know, with, with, with the discrepancies that are allowed for, you know, uh, for any historian, you know, someone might uh, have something off by a year or two, depending on what, uh, what source you're looking at. Right. Um, but what... It, I thought would be really interesting today is to get into a couple of the theories as to uh, what 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 are what are what is the controversy? Can, can mm. we teach the controversy here at the Uncanny County oh. Museum? 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. So this puts us a little bit more into like when we talk about cryptids, where we <laughs> like to have a little fun here. Yeah, um, absolutely. And and sometimes it's fun to point at something and be like, huh, that's weird, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think, that, yeah, this this goes back to our, our roots of, of being interested in roadside museums, you mm-hmm. know, and you can you control the narrative when you've got a roadside museum. You know, it's true. Someone's someone's paid to get in there. They are now subject <laughs> to you and your opinions. Yay! Yeah, you're this you are model. all. Yes, yes. And now everyone is subject to this because I apparently know how to clean my teeth. <laughs> what a at, wow! That was the 20, real conspiracy. At, at twenty-eight years old, wow! That my my wisdom teeth came in. And I didn't mm. need to get them pulled. I won I remember the you were worried about that. I remember you were worrying about yes. that. I'm so happy that worked out, and you didn't have to. Yes. It's, it's just a lot. It's just a lot, yeah. and I have them all yeah. pulled out. It's not great, but you're doing great. Mm-hmm. You know, dental hygiene's important. It's underrated, so you know, mm-hmm. keep that up. Yep. Floss your teeth twice a day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> watch me just totally eat it. Uh, eat my words next time I have to go into. Oh the God, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> Well, uh, floss after you eat them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> always, always. Um. So, uh, let's let's talk about some of these uh, alternates, alternatives to history. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, one that is very po- uh, popular is the Phantom Time conspiracy theory. Have you ever heard of this? Phantom? No, I haven't. Hmm. So, uh, this is, this sound, it's, it's got a great name. It is a cool name. We we have to admit that, right? Phantom Time. Yeah, I thought it was like the Phantom Pain, like in Metal Gear Solid 5. Is that 5? Right. I think it's 5. I don't know. Don't matter. Or like at work when they call you a time thief and all you do is like, you know, you just waste a little bit of company time, but time thief sounds so sci-fi. It does. Time, time thief. It does. Oh, man. Yeah, time yeah. Thief. It's like you're you're like a time traveling, you know, um, uh, you know, a thief for hire. <laughs> He's just stealing minutes off of the hour every day. Time thief. Yes. <laughs> um. So the Phantom Time theory says that the years sixteen, uh, sorry, six fourteen to uh nine hundred eleven, uh, did not exist. <laughs> what do you mean they didn't exist? <laughs> Prove that they did, Joe. I wasn't there. I mean, science. Oh God, I can see why these are going to become frustrating very fast. Um, so so let, explain. What do you mean they don't exist? So, um, according to this, this was uh, a, uh, a a theory put forward uh, that by by a uh, l- let's let's loosely say scholar uh, okay. named Enthusiast. Uh, Harab- by an enthusiast uh <laughs> yes <laughs> you can just be an enthusiast about anything it's true yeah by uh Herbert illig okay it was a, a bavarian uh born in uh 1947 mm. great time you know I'm sure, sure yeah uh, po- post-war germany uh now the the claim, the, the the accusation as to why you would go through so much trouble to do this is that um, 
the Holy Roman Emperor Otto III and Pope Sylvester II wanted to sort of fudge the whole AD system, the Anno Domini right. uh, uh, dating um, a convention, so that it would, um, so that they would be situated at year 1000 AD. Uh, and to sort of bolster their own significance. This would mean that the entire uh, Carolingian period would not have existed. Uh, right. A, a good chunk of the Middle Ages would not exist. Uh, and that Charlemagne would be a complete uh, fabrication. It makes uh, perfect sense. It's a yeah, perfect if you crime. don't if you don't think about it, you could believe it. But I have so <laughs> many questions, and I'm and I think I think I'm what's happening to me right now is I'm struggling mm -hmm. to wrap my head around the the full scope of this. So okay, so what I'm so under there, there's almost three hundred years, not quite three hundred years, right. two hundred ninety seven. They could have made it an even three hundred years, but they made it. They just made up. 297 years. So so what's happening, though, is that they would have been at the later period, and then they just said, like, I'm a little confused, because I guess I'm trying okay. to understand if, are they, is this is this theory presuming they're ahead of time, and they're just, like, filling in gaps to boost the actual date? Or mm -hmm. is it that they're earlier in time, and then they're just trying to, like, fill in some, like i'm a little lost on that side yeah 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 it's because so 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 this is saying that they are lying about they are saying that it is later than it is um okay so okay let's say we let's say this is true um so 2023 minus 297 uh that would so uh what, what would that put us at that would put us at 17 1726 so that, that huh Am I, am I doing that math right? I mean, yeah, 2023 minus 297. You could totally this tell is, that we're, yes. This is great, great education. <laughs> Absolutely. How to plug in a calculator. My teacher said we'd never have one. Uh, yeah, 1726 is correct. Well, nice. I'm, I'm getting that on my numbers here, so. Okay, okay. Joe, Joe checked my math on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's actually go. 1726. Yes. So we <laughs> have not hit the millennium yet. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so I understand we, now. We still, we still have time to plan our millennium party. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, like we, a what? We we'd have, be dead. We, well, that's a long time from yeah. now, right? The, the the medical science, you know. True. Yeah, we are advancing okay. for seventeen twenty six. It's crazy. Well, we could just we could just lie and say that it's the millennium is now from something else, you know. True. Uh, well, we could also. Just I feel I. We were we were a little young to appreciate the millennium. That is true. Yeah, I was. Yeah. like four. Yeah, because if you think on the one hand, yeah, you could have the the six thousand foot view and say all of this is arbitrary. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you know that that we're that we're counting down, uh, that we're counting the years since since the death of Jesus, or no, since the birth of Jesus, right? Right. Well, uh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Zero, 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 zero is, is when... he's born, and they're like, "Here well, we go." Is, is he convention. born in one or zero? I, I, I truly don't know. I think it's zero. 
It's it's confusing because all dating conventions don't really make any sense. <laughs> if you think about it too much, it doesn't make any sense because it's just somebody decided that this is the calendar to organize time because time is a con. We, it's a concept, but we also need to physically use it for things. Yeah, I mean, th- this is this is purely semantics, and I'm sure if you're like a biblical era historian, I'm sure yeah. someone out there could tell us like what how you number the years because I don't believe there was a year zero, but I'm sure there was a. Uh, a one BC, yeah. So maybe they just round it. They were like, "All right, you're one years old now," which does <laughs> I guess, but that doesn't like make sense because infants well, that, aren't that, one. That, but well, but that's how that's how uh, Koreans uh, do they calculate oh. age. Yeah, you're you're considered uh, one when you're born. Okay, and then as each new year passes, everyone gains one year. That's fun. I like that. That makes sense. Yeah. I always I got confused. Ch- I think they're. I think they're changing it this year. Uh, they're. They're going to adopt the 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 the, uh, the the conventions of everyone else. Gotcha. So it's actually going to change people's ages. That see, this is when we get into this, like you know, the system if, issues if, of if, these things. Yeah, if you do think about it, this is kind. We do have this a little bit in uh outside of korea because this is also how we think of years in school you know oh true yeah you know uh regardless of when in the year you were born uh everybody is in first second third grade together right i guess kindergarten too though yeah is that our year zero is kindergarten (laughs) Is is kindergarten? That, yeah, yeah. There's no year zero. There's just kindergarten. kindergarten you just immediately start. <laughs> well, it just you know what? I'll say this. It makes things a little bit easier to wrap your head around because I always find when you know thinking about how old somebody is, I'm like, well, technically you're in your trial period, so you're like twelve. You know, f- like four months old, or three months. Old. Well, I can think about it because you're not officially one. It's like it's that's why they make one year olds like birthdays. I mean, Joe, Joe, I know, I know, we're both pro-choice but uh four months into oh, no. life is a little don't late to decide don't whether this or not to me. Your, your trial period for your baby that's not what i meant i meant for the child it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> anyways so this phantom time so so basically all of those stories you know 600s to what 900 is just and i'm you know Mm-hmm. yeah they're thereabouts thereabouts right they're just um, not ri- it just was like written down and made up all of it's made up yes huh. a lot Got of these that. conspiracy theories um really rely on a uh um a certain power of the vatican to uh, uh to do all of these things and on the one hand, you could look at the history of the Catholic Church in Europe and be like, oh, yeah, I mean, what other power existed? On the other hand, you could look at it and be like, that is putting a lot of faith into the um, bureaucracy of Italy. That yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, that's they got I mean, other I don't, things going I don't, on. I don't know. I don't know how they used to run things, but um, well, I. <laughs> this it's is not this yeah. is this this is assuming a a level of thoroughness that would make you think mm, maybe they would be a little bit um a little bit more persistent in in their in their power over the centuries. They from what I understood, they took their sweet old time changing things, but they just mm-hmm. because otherwise things don't get like you can't 
You can't create change in a society super fast because people will genuinely freak out because as humans, we are tied to our cultural norms. And once we develop them, it's very hard to break that, which is why we see a lot of issues in the way people change their minds on things. Yeah. That being said, the church figured out that they could start mm-hmm. modifying those societal behaviors over centuries and then each one was doing something different but the -hmm. thing is it's a massive bureaucratic system and this is like before telephones so it's not exactly the most efficient way to like make decrees for things somebody has to go walk and deliver that letter or take a horse you know like it's not yeah it's very hard to think about it where it's like everybody would have uh access to all this information immediately it's like it probably takes like a hundred years just to get that to like the other side of the world or wherever somebody needs it you know it's, it's exactly yeah to to go to go and edit everyone's records and also remembering that the especially prior to the existence of protestantism uh there was plenty of dissent within catholicism uh because they all saw themselves as the only game in town so just yeah. different versions of of uh, the, the same faith uh and you know this the, the this would rely on such a widespread and thorough crackdown yeah. on everyone's records even just cuz you have to remember there were periods of time in, in the renaissance and uh especially when the catholic church like owed people money like yeah. a lot of money <laughs> yeah they are a business it's it, it quite yeah. literally like it's it's a whole crazy organization that you, th- you think you think they're you think they're gonna break into the medici's uh records and no. not not erase their debt but just erase the date yeah no, but this will fix everything <laughs> like no i'm sorry i i i'm no it doesn't make any sense and it yeah. would be crazy to assume that but so what what the, the claims are in in some part it sounds like you know that this is this is uh reacting a little bit to some quirks of art history at the time as well okay and as far as illig's claims he's basically saying that mannerism did not exist that um romanesque architecture is actually just roman architecture because uh-huh. the romans were uh not that not actually uh that far back into history um that this stuff is actually kind of closer closer to now than we realize um so if it it, if it was um 1726 uh yeah you 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 just sort of erase that early middle ages portion of history and the romans are still around just a thousand years ago at this point this is a crazy this is like my brain can't handle this type of thinking like Mm -hmm. i know there's linear and lateral thinking or whatever but this is something else this is like like do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that it's like i feel like we're jumping like this theory is jumping through a lot of hoops to justify like a missing date to put us further back in history but then yeah I guess we could also look at it that all achievements can be marked by certain passages of time. So, right. and dates I are mean, arbitrary. So I don't know. Well, well, Illig is also pointing to Gregory the 13th. Okay. Adjusting the calendar as, as, as the West transitions from the, from uh, the Julian calendar into the Gregorian calendar. Okay. And because there was like a discrepancy of, 
like 10 days. Yeah. Uh, where those calendars uh, needed to be, uh, um, uh, where there there kind of just needed to be a gap that had to be bridged. Just some days had to be made up to make it all fit. Gotcha. Extrapolating off of that, um, Illig is saying, oh, well, then he could, if he did, if he could do that, then he could have made up three centuries. I get, I gotcha. Uh, Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, it do- does I, it. No, I mean, yeah, it's it. But I'm saying like it makes sense how you arrive to that. Like, what's the in on the thesis? Is is okay if they invented this, then could they invent that? And mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, what what else are they capable of? Yeah, what are they hiding in the Vatican? You know, the thing I hear all yes. the time, and I, I I don't quite get what the obsession is, but you know, I mean, I it, it could be something exciting like giants or something. They, they don't want <laughs> you to know about the giants. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, no, they actually invented ring pops before they they they're saying they did. Who knows? Mm. I mean, yeah, this is um it it's like stressful because I feel like there is this history does sometimes get taken a little seriously, especially on like online mm-hmm. contexts, because again, you can read anything yeah. anywhere and because of the way the internet's been structured, we can believe it to be true, which is slightly mm-hmm. concerning. But again, if you think about it, they tend to fall apart. And I feel like that's always the end with like dismantling conspiracy theories that are so outlandish. Yeah. And also the, the complete uh, destruction of my YouTube algorithm in researching some of this stuff. Oh, um, so sorry. So I want to talk about another uh, version yeah. of this conspiracy. And this one is kind of um, even a, a little more extreme. If Ooh, you can okay. believe that. Oh, right. So layers. So what we just discussed was phantom time and phantom time is going to seem quite reasonable by the time we get through this. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So the other theory that we have to talk about, um, I was able to find, uh, you know, there, there's, there's some, some information. I'm not going to say good information on any of this, uh, <laughs> Um, th- there's, there's quite a bit talked about this online, um, right. cause it folds into a lot of other conspiracy theories that we'll get into in a second, but this is called new chronology. Hmm. Okay. It should, I almost feel like it should be new, like NU, like it's Ye- a new metal. Oh like yeah. It's, like new. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like it's some, uh, some, some Lincoln parks. Right. Th- th- it, it's, it's the, uh. It's the Nickelback of uh, of history. Yes. You know? Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So, yeah. what's this one about? So this one um, is interesting because it's also uh, so. So the guy that came up with this, uh, I believe, is still alive. Oh. Uh, Anatoly uh, Romenko. Now, Romenko, his he, he was born in uh, 1945 in the USSR. Um, he is a professor at MSU of math. Not my MSU. Oh, I was like, Montana. what? <laughs> it would be so funny that if, been he, great. If, if he was a professor at Montana State University. No, at Moscow State, state University. I was going to say that. I was like, huh, okay. Wait, Moscow? They have state university. I guess that makes sense, the state. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Do they have that same distinction where <laughs> you hear state university over there and you're like, eh, yeah. all right. <laughs> oh, it's a state mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, state school. I don't know how that translates in Russia or the USSR, but yeah, uh, yeah, that has a connotation. Um, so 
uh, in the eighties, he publishes like this multi-volume uh, uh, compendium called History, Fiction or Science. Whoa. Um, and basically, he dismisses any records that we have from before the eleventh century. Why? To hide the truth. Oh no! Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Interest. So before the eleventh century, it's all just bupkis. Hmm. Radical. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Um. <laughs> oh so God. it it relies on you taking a bunch of quirks of history kind mm. of for granted, okay. and also like I want to think about like um. Okay, so this guy is a professor of math. So I do wonder what his situation is like, and also how good is the tenure at this school? Yeah, that, for real. So maybe he just teaches math, and this doesn't really come up that often. Um, okay, it's like a side project. Yeah, or maybe he doesn't, may, maybe this is just some way to shuffle him around. Who knows? Who knows? So th- this is slightly off topic, but um, Allison and I watched uh, Foxcatcher the oh, other night. Okay, <laughs> have you ever seen that movie? I have it. Uh, it is about it is the true story of John Dupont uh, and uh, some wrestlers that he sort of takes under his wing, the Schultz brothers, and he tries to coach an Olympic team, and you realize that you know everything that he does is you know with his superficial generosity it's sort of just um he's just this guy that has money and wants to attach himself to success and also just sort of um appear like 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 he's like he's a part of things like that that he's that he's training the olympic team he's training the the local sheriff's department um but he was also an ornithologist and published on birds uh, he published oh. multiple books. Oh. Uh, so it also, I have to wonder, uh, did he actually contribute anything to ornithology either? Was that right. like the one, the one thing he did in his life that was somewhat accurate? Or like, was he just writing about birds being like, the chickadee is a true patriot? Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe. The chickadee loves this country. And understands what must be done to preserve it. Like I, I kind of want to get my hands on one of his yeah. books. Like they're not in they're not in print anymore, but you could like pick them up on like thrift books. Okay, hmm. yeah, Maybe you have to find the, one. This is so the, so I'm picturing I'm picturing this guy a little bit like John Dupont, I guess, gotcha. or Steve Carell, yeah, as, as John Dupont. Right, that's the casting. <laughs> Just sort of very awkward old man that may be good at something but it's so hard to tell because you're you're doing your own thing so you don't know enough about his other pursuits to call bullshit right right you know okay uh but also we've discussed um the guy that discovered the lymphatic system uh uh i'm spacing on his name but he also believed in atlantis yeah Uh, so you know, pe- people can be brilliant at one thing and not so much in another. Uh, 
Right. So I have no idea. Maybe he's good at math. Maybe. Maybe. He's probably better at math than either of us. Probably. Um, I mean, that's not saying much, but yeah, it's... um, mm -hmm. So so to to get back on track, he is saying that all of this is history created entirely fabricated by the Catholic Church Mm. of pre-Renaissance society. Um, Wow. Okay. Big if true. That Greco-Roman texts that we have were all forged by Renaissance, or sorry, by Benedictine monks. They had Um, a lot of time. They had a lot of time, Sam. Well, well, the, the, the whole point of this is to literally make history seem longer, to increase the distance between us and antiquity, even if it, in the, according to this theory, all of this happened much more recently. Now, um, the things that the, the proponents of this uh, history, what they cite are some other things that if you're not quite, if you don't have maybe a passing knowledge of a history might seem a little odd at first, but I don't know if I should shout them out or not. Cause I have no idea what else this person believes in. Uh, mm. but, uh, I was, I learned so much from a YouTuber named rebel research. Um, oh boy. Uh, and he was also very critical of a certain, uh, French, historian named uh, Denise Patau or Dionysus Patavius. Uh, hmm. Like, and okay, this is where you get into a level of conspiracy that, uh, that I, 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 as someone that like, you know, follows a few true crime podcasts, think yeah. I know about conspiracy. And then I hear someone say, Oh, I'm not even going to say the J word. And I'm like, what the hell? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? <laughs> and, he was referring to Jesuit. What? Yeah, Wait. this is so this is so far down the conspiracy rabbit hole that like you can't say Jesuit like it's Voldemort. Philip <laughs> Pierre. That's I, I why? Did, did they I, I don't know? You, you, t- you, you, you tell me, Catholic boy. I don't know. I'm not a Jesuit. I guess I um I don't know, man. It gets so dumb all the time. That's my whole thing yes. with these. They're just so strange. And I think it's when people start treating things like lore, it becomes yeah. odd. But, um, but ima- imagine my relief, but also yeah, yeah. other other concerns going on here, if if you can't say the word Jesuit. Right, uh, yeah. So no no hate to rebel research, unless, well, unless he believes in other things that I am definitely not down with, which right. sounds like he might be. He might, yeah. Yeah, anyways, uh, uh, let's so let's talk about some of the, let's not go as far as to say valid claims, but let's talk about some of the claims <laughs> the from big, this video. Yeah, the big if true claims. Big if true, big whale if true. Exactly. Going back to uh, last last time we met. Um, so <laughs> in this time period, there is a little bit of trust that we have to put in to all of the monks that were copying down Greco-Roman texts and preserving them. Um, Right. You know, in an era before the printing press, a lot of what we have of antiquity was, yeah, preserved by monks copying things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think... You, th- it's it's not unreasonable to say that things might have been changed on occasion uh, if if a translation or something sort of fit uh, a certain narrative better. But I think what we have to remember is that these texts that we have are not 
usually from just one source. These are right. collaborative projects, uh, you know, done by different monasteries, done by different people copying these things down through history. And usually through linguistics, we can identify when the language was updated or changed, you know, for sure. Um, things like like because we can even see when uh, when the Bible, you know, when the language gets updated or not, when the Torah gets updated or not or the Quran, we can actually look back across history and see that these things are pretty consistent on a on a linguistic level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it uh, we we can account for the the most minor of discrepancies just being down to multiple individuals uh copying down the same information mm-hmm. um and and also i think it's important to remember that these guys copied down things that they did not necessarily agree with or believe in but more of out of a fascination for the pre-christian world and a desire to preserve knowledge in an era of uh widespread illiteracy right yeah so uh on on that front which is maybe let's say the most valid criticism of all of this we have enough data from different places around the world to show that we we don't just have to take these people's uh word for it that the greeks and romans existed yeah Uh, yeah exactly and also, like, then why would you make them all speak different languages? You'd have to, you'd have to make up <sighs> yeah, multiple. So. You'd have to make up multiple languages and make sure that that stays consistent across all of your monasteries. I mean, it's yeah, uh, that's a lot of work. Yes, and a little uh, too much to fake. I mean, I yeah, this again, it starts to fall apart when you think mm-hmm. about it and i and i guess that's so 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 all of these monks are inventing all of these this point of history and this is all like middle ages like they're assuming this is like stuff in the middle ages and, and they're, before, they're claiming like that? that they're they're claiming um that uh in the what we assume is the late middle ages early renaissance all of the um sort of pre-Middle Ages um, history is being fabricated, that it is all entirely um, created by uh, the the Renaissance historian. So we would have went from, in this, in this chronological order, this idea, we would have went from Roman Empire, Renaissance, basically. Uh, in yes. Europe. Okay, yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. That, hmm. Makes perfect sense. I well, know. sure, yeah. If you're a type of person, well, I, I guess this is that idea too that I feel like it's that it's that want slash need of like European imperialism, specifically within the Roman Empire, that I or that organization of it, if you will, that I feel like people want it to be closer. But then when it comes to the way the Middle Ages occurred and how all culture spread out and was different, mm-hmm. and European, you know, tribes and groups all kind of had their own little thing going for a bit until the church got to them was if that if you if you yeah. you know what i mean like that there's a type of person that falls into this category of like not wanting to look at 
not wanting to show weakness within European history. Let's say that. Even though right. technically the Middle Ages and that wasn't, it wasn't all that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't like the worst thing that could happen. Do you know what I mean? Like in terms right. of some pretty brutal parts of history. But let's let's look at something where we have maybe an analog of someone yeah. really trying to um, control a work of text. And ha- have you ever heard of the uh, Sanaa manuscript? I don't think I have actually. So it's re- it's a really interesting um, artifact. Um, this uh, construction crew in Yemen um, was uh, working uh, on a on an old building, and they basically found. Um, a draft of the Quran that sort of fit into this bigger story of in the very early days of Islam, they wanted to really um, like, we're talking like early enough that there were still people that alive that had known Muhammad. Okay. Oof. Uh, there, there were people that wanted to say, okay, we want to make sure that this word, that the, that, uh, the words of Muhammad are preserved and that this, this, we are telling one story. Uh, yeah. And they basically rounded up every version of the Quran that was out there, distilled it into the one that was agreed to be most accurate and destroyed all others. Okay. Uh, at at a point when some pe- when it was still sort of when it was just starting to be written down to make sure that when it, uh, it when it transitioned from being an oral um, work to a uh, to a written work there would only be one and mm. the Sanaa manuscript is one of these drafts that was not destroyed and for the most part this was very this was a very successful effort in history you know the quran is uh compared to so many other documents has been preserved so well yeah true. as far as consistency um but even that there was one that slipped through the cracks you know uh, yeah so and and that's so so this would also be assuming that there's not that we've never come across anything else, anything else that would refute this. Cause we have to remember there are other empires writing down history at this time. What? And all you mean that it's not just Europe? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And Asian and new world history. Yeah. I know it's hard to believe, but both the, both the, uh, native American, uh, Empires and the Asian empires, Africa, everywhere that kept right. uh, historical records, it all corroborates on yeah. uh, the, the version of history that we have now. Right. Yeah. But they're all wrong, actually, and this is the true reason because I said so. Yes. Yeah. But uh, so so <laughs> let's 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 get into though yeah. a little bit more of how this vision of history is justified. Okay. Because I think let's this is, this is where it gets really fun. Okay. Um. Okay. So. In order to sort of make this vision work, mm. you need to collapse a lot of um, people in history. And what I mean by that is you have to um, uh, say that you, you have to draw the conclusion that a lot of people in history are actually the same person being documented twice. Okay, like dinosaurs. <laughs> yes, some, like nanoty- some, nanoty- yeah, nanotyrannus, Tri- Tracorex. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, you might know her as Queen Elizabeth, born in 1926. Oh, but no. who was she really, Joe? Mm. I, I don't know. Who was she? Marilyn Monroe. What? Same person, both born in 1926. Now, some, some people know him as John Adams, but some people knew him as this other founding father. Thomas Jefferson. Uh-huh. Because they both died the same year. Suspicious. <laughs> Wait, but would have to be the same day. That doesn't make it. Okay. Oh, man. What other? What, um, yeah. So uh, that uh, Jesus's uh, crucifixion, uh, sorry, Jesus's birth right. was actually uh, a star going supernova in 1185. Um, every star chart made by Ptolemy is a forgery. Um, <laughs> okay. Radiocarbon dating, uh, dendrochronology, counting tree rings, all fake. <laughs> okay, sure. Why? Um, history only goes back to about 800. Um, uh, Jesus was uh, also uh, Emperor Justinian of the Byzantine Empire. Also, Jesus died in Constantinople. Um, the Crusades were uh, actually two, uh, w- was actually uh, the Trojan War. Uh, which was revenge for the killing of Jesus. The Roman Empire was a combination of the Byzantine, Egyptian, and Greek empires. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Oh, and Joe, who who was Noah? Who wasn't Noah at this point is really what I'm <laughs> is what I'm getting. Um, I don't know who who was he? None other than Christopher Columbus. Crossing the sea. That's the biggest jump in time that we've gotten so far. Um, Oh, just wait. Oh, there's more. Okay, yeah, continue. King Solomon? King Solomon? Oh, you you think King Solomon is is his own person? Right, yeah, I would think so. Uh, Actually, you liberal cuck. Oh. Also, Suleiman the Magnificent. Cool, totally different time periods, but that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's like by a a while. And now... This is where we get into what sort of the ulterior motives of all of this are, and that is a uh, a certain kind of Russian supremacist uh, ideology. Oh. Uh, Because did you know, Joe, that Genghis Khan was Russian? Huh. That the, the the pyramids are Russian tombs? That Moses was actually crossing the sea to invade Turkey? Okay, that's a bit far, but yeah. Huh, I did not I did not know that. Um big whale if true though, you know. Yes. This is So uh, what 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 we have to what we what really becomes apparent is uh Romenko is um I don't know if he is a proponent of Tartaria, uh which I can explain in a moment. Um, but a lot of people that are into the Tartarian Empire like this narrative. Um, now, the Tartarian Empire is this whole thing of um, is sort of a conspiracy that looks at older architecture and says, "Why? Where did all of this come from?" Mm-hmm. 
because we look at our more contemporary architecture and we're like, what's this compared, compared to all these, you know, beautiful castles and cathedrals and walls, you know, of, uh, right. Uh, uh, of the days of yore, the Tartarian empire sort of posits that there was this, um, this, this ancient, but not so ancient because it, it wasn't really that long ago. Uh, empire culture group called the Russian horde that spread, uh, that, that, that spread influence architecture and art all across the earth. And that you could look at architecture in China and Mongolia and North Africa and all across Europe as the, the remnants of this, of this empire that the man is trying to hide from you. I see. Okay. You yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're on board. Oh, I'm um, not. But I get where you're go. I I get where this is headed. Yes. So this this is a very um. Uh, the word fascist gets thrown around a lot these days. You know. Um. But this is a very uh. This is very. This is a. This is an idea. A worldview of a of a mythical past that modernity. Uh, is trying to hide from you, you know the, this right. uh, this idea that we had this glorious past, and you know the 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 bourgeois elitist intellectual class is trying to uh, to to hold hold the working man down or something. Um, something, but, yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, and a lot of these ideas, it's difficult to tell how popular they are, but they are at least more popular in Russia and former, uh, Soviet states, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, at least in the sense that this, this does tell a tale of, of an ancient expansive empire that all of these people would have been a part of. And we could kind of see why, I mean, we have, even though they were real things we can see how a mythologized version of the roman empire certainly plays into i mean really into the 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 origins of fascism in italy yeah yeah Uh, exactly it 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 is entirely a um literally a romanticization of uh, of the roman empire if i can go as far to say now when we talk about them not believing in the Mannerist period or Romanesque architecture, um, they often look at medieval paintings and manuscripts that depict historical events with figures wearing what would then be considered contemporary clothing. Uh, I'm sure we've all seen medieval and Renaissance paintings of biblical characters dressed in medieval clothing right yeah biblical characters walking around castles that you know that might look uh french or german rather than middle eastern uh Uh. and proponents of this theory point to this and say look that doesn't look like a castle in jerusalem that looks like a castle in eastern europe and you know what you might be right because that's probably what where it the painter lived. Yeah, so they're know? they're taking the liter art art is literal stance. Like when very much. Oh so. no, they're they're looking at. I think the other interesting thing about this is they are looking at other sort of self-aggrandizing 
works from the medieval era uh and um uh, and taking them at face value uh there's one manuscript that they point to that is comparing uh you know the the, the history of Jerusalem with uh, the founding of Rome with the founding of France. Now, what we would look at this now is we would say, oh, you know, whoever was the king of France would probably want to legitimize his reign by uh, showing how it lined up with other things that would have been historically significant in the culture. Right. Every culture on earth does this. The, yeah. the, the Aztecs that we spoke about a few months ago would wanted to align their ancestors with significant people. This is something that empires do the world over. Yeah. Uh, the, the Ottoman, different, uh, different rulers in the Ottoman empire, you know, were, are supposed to be able to, uh, connect their ancestry to Muhammad, you know? Right. Th th this is something that we do all over the world sure. as humans, um, to, to legitimize a, a claim to rule. Uh, but these people are taking it really at face value. Um, they are looking at, uh, they're looking at the, the fact that, you know, Romans had, like, again, like other empires that we have discussed here at the Uncanny County Museum, uh, had both a mythological sense of their founding as well as a slightly more, more historical sense of their founding. Um, the Romans, we, we've all heard Romulus and Remus, you know, the twins, the, the babies raised by, you know, the she-wolf. Mm -hmm. But Romans also considered themselves um, uh, founded by uh, uh, the, the uh, like, Aeneas, you know, Trojans that were escaping Troy after the fall and settling on the Italian peninsula, uh, pushing out the, uh, the Etruscans. Um, like that was, that was also a sense that they had of their history, that they were descendants of, of Aeneas as much as they right. were Romulus and Remus. Um, and again, the, the, the proponents of, of this chrono of, of the new chronology, uh, again, take this as sort of this, as further proof that um, there are repeated people and events in history, that there are certain right. things that are happening, um, that, that there are, uh, rep that there's repetition in history that can be collapsed down into a, a shorter, more simplified history of events. Uh, and this is all, again, to say that they're controlling us. And I guess then it does come down to Big They controlling us with right. all of this. The sense of Big they. why. this I mean, this is, this is only slightly more believable because we can't be there to directly observe history. Yeah. But this is, this is kind of on par with Flat Earth, you know? I mean, yeah, same kind of deal. I just... It's a lot of, it's a lot of big if true, and then it's also just so much. But also definitely not true. Yeah, definitely not true. Absolutely not. But it's, yeah. it's, it's I, I just feel like you have to shut off a lot of the critical thinking to make this one work. Like, and yeah. then to the point of why, 
Like, what does it matter? And then when you get into the control aspect of it, then it gets weird and it becomes existential and also fascist and a bunch of other things. Like, as I th- we see. I think that, you know, the weird thing is I, I feel like the powers that be, I feel like they would still have a pretty good hold on us, even if it was really 1726. Yeah, like, you know, what difference does it make? It's just not 2023, I guess. Cool. But we still, I mean, but also like, it's, it, 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 and, but we all know this. We all know that it's not really 2023 yeah. in, in a, in a, in a sense that has any meaning outside of Christendom. Yeah. Time, time is an illusion. So really it could be any time, you know? Um, no, but, but, but that's the point. The <laughs> time, point. time, time. Time may not be real, but please show up on time. Yeah, you got to be you have to be on time to things. Uh, yeah, we, you, it is you a, out you you out there. Make sure you show up uh, to that subpoena on time. Mm, it's true. Well, no, you know, it's it is one of those. We've turned it into a tool and now our society functions off of time. So if you did, if you change it in this way of now we have to like if, if it really was, it's not. But if it was 1726 or 25 or whatever it is, we have to then go back and change every single date in the textbook and who wants to do that all that paper has to be wasted we have to cross everything out on all the school books <laughs> oh wow was, thank god you have the, you have that you have that concern that's no, I was, i've shifted it into a joke but that's yes, my point you know that, what i mean yes. that it is it is a tool like tool time is a tool every culture mm-hmm. uses it differently the west has created its own way of using it and we we value it a lot more um be it good or bad i don't know but you know what I mean. I mean, like I, just... I mean, I, 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 I love watches. You do. You, you are a watch guy. I, I, I liked. I wanted to get into them. I haven't. Maybe one day. Um, mm-hmm. but it is useful to be able to know exactly what time it is, so I know when I have to leave or be somewhere. But right, uh, right. yeah, these are crazy. Uh, this is this is wild. Yeah, you know, I went into this. Um. I'm going to say I wanted to have sort of a moment of, oh, that is kind of weird, you know? Yeah. Like, like some moment of entertaining it, but there's, there's nothing here, you know? Yeah. I think if, if you want a good laugh, there is a plethora of these videos. As long as you can watch them and not get sucked in. Yeah. And don't, do not watch these with, with, your mom whoever's listening out there do <sighs> yeah. your mom that's prone to conspiracy theories your mom or dad or weird uncle that that could get drawn into conspiracy theories what do not watch these in front of them but if you can have a good laugh if you want to have a good laugh these videos mm. are hilarious <laughs> uh and, sure, yeah and and just to, and just a joy because they are the they are informational videos directed by neil breen it is oh, all it oh, is man. all it is all stock footage and camera panning across you know a picture uh, or whatever an old library you know stock oh, stock video of a library you know um yeah that yeah i i i i Watch with a grain of salt, you know, and make sure your defenses are up, I guess, if you were to engage mm-hmm. with those things. Yeah, yeah, watch watch it in the same way that, like, you would watch a talk by L. Ron Hubbard. You <laughs> right, know? you're like, mm, I'm curious, but also this is completely wrong. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I guess it, it, in a way, just to tie a lot of this up, I think that 
it is kind of similar to what we were talking about with cryptids where we can we 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 can I, I, which i feel like cryptids are a lot less they're 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 more like harmless in a sense because there's that i don't sense feel of like one... you have you you don't you don't have to be a fascist to believe in bigfoot and i'll stand no, by that yeah no not at all because it's the it's the wonder of something being out there and we've talked about that with like you know the ghost bears and things in britain and this this loss of nature and wanting to have something else yeah. and, and i feel like when it comes to this loss of time and conspiracy theories like this in general i think it's it's similar in the sense of wanting the world to be more you know narrative driven than it is like more storybook yeah. more conspiracy more like adventure plot and in reality it's more banal than that and chaotic yeah. and then you fall into your philosophy of either absurdist or nihilist or whatever so i think that's mm -hmm. where pe like these a lot of these things come from is it's like you need to find your niche into something and to make the world seem more like to, to understand that chaos more um and mm -hmm. then you come up with stuff like this that doesn't make any sense but it does if you believe that there's somebody out there to get you then it makes sense and then they don't right. want you to know so like that's i feel like why these things get fueled so much mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no it does it it has um but i think it is also responding to maybe a um a sense of impermanence that mm. a lot of people also sort of feel about modernity yeah that, um Without, without, and, and I'm not, I'm not coming at this from a perspective of, uh, of, of, of that, that line of thinking that, you know, we are, we are robbed of our ancient glory or whatever. And we all huh. need to like be, be marching into battle wearing helmets and, and, uh, and animal pelts. Uh, but, uh, you know, there is, there is the, that, that thing where like, you know, you, you leave your, uh, suburban subdivision and you go to the, an older part of a city and you see, you know, beautiful old buildings and you're like that, that have stood the test of time. And, you know, everything that was built in the last 20 years is already falling apart. Yeah. There, Don't you know, like there's, yeah, yeah. I, I think also we have to remember that we, while a lot of things that were perfectly fine were torn down, the stuff that lasted tended to be the stuff that was built better. So I feel like there's yeah. a little bit of a preservation bias when it comes to yeah. the idea that things were just built better back then. Yeah. And uh, also like a lot of stuff was built out of wood or like whatever you had and then it's built cheap and it depends on the neighborhoods. So yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I, I just came back to St. Petersburg and I'm, you know, the, I'm uh, dealing with the, the mixed emotions of, of, of watching this city change very rapidly and increase in population very rapidly. And you're, you're going to see that, um, you're, you're seeing, you're seeing the people resent the change a little bit. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, you know, St. Petersburg, Florida is certainly a microcosm of this. Yeah. Um, but it is interesting to watch it sort of happen in real time as people, as there's a new influx of people that don't necessarily know the history of a place. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I that being said, I can't wait to hear about how uh, St. Petersburg, Florida is called St. Petersburg because of the Tartarian empire's extent uh, and yeah. their great friendship. 
their great friendship with the Seminole Nation and uh, sure, alligators yeah. actually lived in uh, Russia, but the, but the Jews don't want you to know that. Oh boy, and there it is. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I was gonna say like if you know that to make sure that everybody knew that you're in Saint Petersburg, Florida, and not Saint Petersburg, Russia. So you know just what? To yeah, I always forget to make that clarification, That's... but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're talking now, so I feel like that's already the given. But also, if 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 this Tartarian theory is true, then I guess it would technically be New St. Petersburg. Every, e- New St. Petersburg. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But it's N-E-U. Okay. You know, tie it back. <laughs> uh, all right well i think i think yeah. that about does it i i, I think so that's a lot i too. i didn't go into this intending for us to just totally rip on this for an hour i'm uh, sorry i'm sorry it was but i didn't but, expect but that's, to th- i think it's i think it's kind of silly enough that we we, we can't I, I can't get through this with a straight face do you know like the the meme of the rock like side-eyeing like I felt like yes. that was me as soon as you brought up the the phantom time. You just hear the. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, I I, I apologize for that. See the... Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Phantom Time mm. coming summer 2024. Yes, but thank you, thank you for 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 taking the risk on this with your you know YouTube history, Zan, and really getting us this research. I I appreciate I you bringing you. us here. This was fun. I, th- I think a silly a silly time to talk about, but also, you know, it raises a lot of questions about what we believe and, and how people come to conclusions as well as then how much information there is online that can be construed in different ways. So there's stuff here that I think that's a value to be mindful of. Um, and, you know, I think with anything, even if you listen to us complain and we're like, wow, these guys don't know what they're talking about. They don't know the truth. I think just critically engage with what people are telling you and see if it makes sense if you start thinking about different perspectives. If it starts to not make mm-hmm. sense, you have your answer. Yeah, and always ask yourself the question, what would be necessary and what is the yeah. benefit of this? Because I am i don't think either of us are coming from a position where we don't look at history critically, you know? Um, right. But I do think that we can look at history that has been um incorrectly uh uh represented maybe in popular media sure yeah that is that is something very different from saying that there are hundreds if not thousands of years of history that were just completely made up yeah you know that that jesus was really gilgamesh you know um i just i yeah i it's i i feel like also this has just been me trying to wrap my head around this whole thing and not it's just not clicking so if anybody else is feeling like it's not clicking i feel like it's supposed to if be you would way. like if you would like to tell us about the tartarian empire email <laughs> us at <laughs> the uncanny county museum at gmail.com yeah. um anyways uh yes. well thank you for, thank you for indulging me we can leave the hall of tartaria uh, which is by <laughs> where we were by the way ah, nice. the uncanny county museum i should have mentioned that earlier oh, that's all good um, yeah yeah I mean, nothing is more fitting in our museum that does not exist than an empire that does not exist. Whoa. But it's fun. But it is fun to talk about. That was well said. Yes. And I I completely agree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And also mammoths built the pyramids. What? Mm. Um, So stick it or ticket. You see any uh, see any fun uh, uh, bumper stickers, Joe? Boy, did I. I think I got a few this time around um, that were kind of wild. So. Okay. 
All right, let's let's just get into it. Uh, the first one that I saw that really left me feeling a certain way was uh, it was a, it was on the back of a tractor trailer, and this must have been like mm-hmm. movie poster size, and it said, uh-huh. "Did you pray today?" But it was Uncle <laughs> it was Uncle Sam pointing at you. How sinister, right? I was like, I'm trying to wrap my head around what that means. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think like do you know what I mean like I didn't know there was a yeah. prayer schedule for Protestants because I don't think this is Catholic I'm gonna be real um, <laughs> not to excuse that but I uh, then that doesn't it matter would, oh my god if I saw a bumper sticker with the Pope looking at me <laughs> saying did you that pray would, today would be very funny too but that makes sense though do you know what I mean I, I, I don't would buy that. I would it's buy great. that bumper it's very sticker. Very funny. Yeah, that's a funny one. <laughs> so yeah, this was this was like a much bigger bumper sticker. Uh, and then I saw one that said, "Back off! I have a crazy wife, and I'm not afraid to use her." Which also left <laughs> me very confused in phrasing. so many ways. Yeah, yeah, phrasing exactly. Uh, and then my—I f- I don't know if I've ever said this before, but I saw this recently that just said, "Yay, outside." With two exclamation points. And I thought that was oh my fun. God. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. <laughs> so that's what I got. I mean, is the is the car saying that? It just it's a bu- yellow bumper sticker, blue text, and it just said, Yay, outside. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe the car is praying to be outside or I don't know, man. These were bizarre. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How about you? What do you got for us? I saw one bumper sticker that has stuck in my mind that it's not so much the sticker itself, it's just more what went through my head when I saw it. And I believe it's meant to be Champa Bay in, in reference to some sports team winning something. But when I saw it, my first thought was Champa Bay. I was like, what? Oh. Because it was C H A M P. Champa Bay. Champa Bay. Like, where, where's, where's, where's Champa Bay? This wasn't a bumper sticker, but I drove by a house that I thought it was in Tampa. It like the side of the house had a uh, rock climbing wall on it, like a permanent rock climbing wall on it to to practice, you know? Okay. But it had a really big fence in front of it, which I thought was really funny because it was like, <laughs> you're not keeping those people out. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> going to they're going to climb. climb your fence and then climb your wall. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to chalk up before and immediately vault that. fence. That's easy. There's no. There's there's no front door to the house. You, can you only... have to climb. Is that what climbers? Is that climb culture? Please, it was a climber house. That's amazing. They're like, yeah, we don't no. do doors. You want to get to the door? You got to get on the second floor. Climb up here. Oh my <laughs> god, that is that is that's just how you exercise, honestly, without yeah, really thinking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Incredible. Well, next up. Uh, uncanny recommendations. Joe, have you seen, read, uh, heard anything uh, worth mentioning uh, in the yeah. last couple weeks? Um, yeah, I've seen a few things. Uh, the first being, I've been watching this show uh, called Top Boy on Netflix, and it's <laughs> it has such a it has such an odd name, but man, is it it is so good. It's so good. Mm. I highly recommend it. It is about um, basically drug dealers in London just living their life doing things and then there's some crazy drama that occurs it's filmed very beautifully it's very dark but like 
in a and I guess if you I, I've never fully watched The Wire, but it's got kind of that vibe to it, and it's for sure influenced. But so don't make the, if you do find this interesting, don't make this mistake I did because it technically you're supposed to watch Top Boy Summer House, which is the f- original BBC like episodes, and there's like eight of them, and then you got to watch Top Boy because that's Netflix picking it up. They didn't just combine it. They should have just combined it. I don't know why. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea, but I, I get it, I guess. Uh, so I was I was watching it. I'm like, man, I mean, it holds its own because I was like, these characters are fascinating. This is really interesting. And then I was like looking up the episodes and I saw that Summer House and they were like, yeah, you should probably watch that first. And I did. And it makes sense. So I'm highly recommending that. <laughs> Everybody has like Roadman accents. It's great. Um, and also, I, I mean, I guess it is a lot. Uh, the other show that I did watch, and I was very surprised that I found this entertaining, uh, was the live action One Piece on Netflix. I did watch it, and I really liked oh. it. I liked it. I thought it was good. The CGI is campy. I think it works. I wasn't totally sold <laughs> on the first episode, but that that the cast's dynamic is pretty great. So I I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. I think if you go into it having a good time, it's great. Um, and you know, yeah, I I, I really enjoyed those. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I got in terms of recommendations for the moment. Uh, how about you, Zam? What do you have to recommend to us? Hmm. Well, I, like I said, I just watched, uh, Foxcatcher, um, mm. which is, it's an older movie. I think it came out like, uh, that, that, God, was that like 10 years ago or something? Yeah, it was uh, definitely a while ago. Or I guess it couldn't have been 10 years ago. Cause I think the guy only died in 2015. Um, but uh, it was a very good movie as uh, I was uh, obviously was not alive when the events of it happened. Um, but I also, especially with all of the um, kind of subpar biopics that are getting churned out right now, um, mm. I would put this one up with I, Tanya. Oh, OK. As far as a biopic that actually has something to say beyond, um, Hey, remember that? Uh, cause I think one, I don't think this was, I, I never got the impression that this was, uh, as big of a story as maybe Tanya Harding. Um, right. Uh, but it's, it's very disturbing. It's very odd. It, it, it can be weirdly funny at times, you know, uh, it's, there's always that tension of, you know, Steve Carell, whenever he tries to do something dramatic, you know, you're like, you're, you're waiting for the shoe to drop, I guess, right. of him to make a joke. And he does make one very good joke that I will not spoil that is worth watching the movie just for Okay. Nice. Um, but I think it's, I think it's really interesting because it, it focuses on a person who kind of really is a side character of the, of the saga and history, but also he's the survivor too of, hmm. you know, this, this abuse and this, um, just sort of failure of, uh, of, of an ideology and, uh, and th- this, this kind of, uh, toxic masculinity and patriotism, Mm. uh of of that era i think it's it's interesting it's interesting to see it in uh, you know be made in a time where we are so critical of the of the new patriotism of the 80s right uh you know um but yeah no really really enjoyed it uh wish i had something more uh 
relevant uh, as far as like newer movies to uh, to recommend. But just for some reason, I was like, you know, I never saw that movie. I, I need to see yeah. it. Nice. Um, as far as uh, uh, some music, um, I picked up uh, an inbuilt fault, uh, the new Western Man album. Uh, mm. If you are interested in like kind of a spacier version of the police, I would I would recommend this. Uh, it's not um, it's not like a rockin' album, but there's some some cool vocals, some just some good kind of melancholy vibes on it for sure. Uh, and also a very good friend uh, Nick Capone, or as uh, he is known, Terrapin released a new album uh, called Enemies Within. If you want to get your synth wave on, that's where you go to get it. Nice. Yes. Very cool. Um, Check those out. Yes, yes. Uh, likewise. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess that brings us to things going on outside of the museum. What is new with you, Joe? Uh, I don't have too much going on at the moment that I can, you know, definitively say, uh, you know, hopefully some upcoming exhibitions and other news with the collective and such coming shortly. But, uh, as always, you can always check out my music, which is just Joe Samino on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you stream on. Uh, and as well as my website, joesaminoart.com, always got some stuff up there. Uh, how about you, Zan? Anything new going on? Any shows? Um, yes, I'm going to be at the, um, uh, Halloween, uh, uh, night market in, uh, St. Petersburg, uh, coming up later in October. I'm going to have some work at that. Uh, so, uh, be on the lookout, uh, as I post more information about that. Word. I've got a, um, I'm going to be the featured artist, uh, October, Sunday, October 15th, uh, at Steep Station in St. Petersburg, Florida. Um, and uh, there should be some other things going on, so definitely uh, keep an eye on Instagram. Uh, as always, you can check out um, uh, the music uh, made by uh, Joe and I at oh, yeah. Postmodern Music on Instagram. We've got two singles out at the moment, more coming, and a full album that should be available soon. Uh, if you want to follow uh, the museum after hours, we are at Uncanny County Museum on Instagram. You can email us at uh, uncannycountymuseum at gmail.com. If you've got any suggestions uh, or comments, uh, we always love to hear those. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to find me after hours, I'm at Xanosaurus on Instagram. And I'm at Justamino Art on Instagram. And from the Uncanny County Museum, I have been Zan Peters. And I've been Josemino. Or is he? Oh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.